the fighter's voice. It's Robert Garcia versus Hector Camacho Jr. Every fighter has a voice, and so do you. See it now in lights. We're live here at the Fighter's Voice Kick-Ass Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Ortiz of the Fighter's Voice Kick-Ass Podcast. We got a fun show for you viewers and fans tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We got with us, by way of Zoom, the man they call the Rigaroo. And we're going to ask him exactly where he got that from, what it stands for, and what it does for him once that name's announced, because I know it, it, it does a lot for his hands. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the former junior welterweight champion of the world, Mr. Regis Rigaru Progre. Welcome to the show, Regis. How we doing, my man? Good, brother. All good, bro. How y'all doing over there? Doing pretty good. Can I get your audio up just a little more? Yeah, let me let me put the phone in my hand. All right. Okay. I put it in my hand because it was kind of far away, but yeah. All right. I'm oh, yeah, good. that way I can hear you. How are we doing the audio, uh, producer? Awesome. Okay, maybe it's just my headset or something, man. Regis, I, I made a comment off camera, and I want to make this comment again, man. I, I noticed I don't even see a single mark on you. I mean, I can't even tell that you fought last week. I, did, I didn't get touched. Did not get touched. Bro. I didn't get hit, bro. He didn't hit me one. He didn't hit me one time. You know what I'm saying? We fought. That was six. It went six rounds. I didn't get touched one, one time. Didn't get touched. So, you know, it was a good night. Now, I mean... The only thing that's changed has to be your bank account. Yeah, I mean, I you got a great opportunity there with Triller, and uh, you, you, hey, you turn it into gold. Right, exactly. Yeah, of course, always. That's you get the opportunity. You got to make the most of it. Man, you know what? Um, what was it like working with, with with Triller? I know it was a different event. It was a different atmosphere, and um, you know anything different as opposed to you know your walk when you were with uh, um, you know. Uh, PVC or any of the above. Cause I'm talking about that ring walk there. Well, no, I actually brought a ring walk. They rushed me, you know what I'm saying? For the whole ring walk thing. What they did is they, I was supposed to like, first off, like they made me go to the arena at six o'clock. Right. Yeah. I didn't fight. I didn't, I didn't fight. I didn't walk mm -hmm. until about 1140. So I was almost sitting around in my dressing room for about six hours, bro. Damn it. Six hours. So, and then, when when it was time to walk, they rushed me. I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even. It wasn't even a ring walk. Um. I didn't. They didn't play my. They didn't play my intro music. Nothing like that. It was just like rushed straight to the ring. You know. So, I mean, you know, that that's that's how that happened. So, um, I mean, and, and it, you know what? And, and to a fighter, that's very important. That ring walk, that music, that that gives you that time to to gather yourself, get yourself uh, psyched up, get yourself ready to go, and and to take care of business. Right. And, I but, mean, but you know I mean, what? Yeah, exactly. They were they rushed it, bro. It wasn't no ring walk. It was just like just go go straight to the ring. So I was like, all right, I guess, whatever. Well, this is one question I want to ask you, man. And um did it smell a little different on the way to the ring? Everybody look, everybody said it because they had so much weed smoke in the building. So look, you gotta realize this. It we we fought in the that what the the Falcons played the Mercedes Stadium, right? That stadium holds, I think, a hundred thousand people, and it was it was about a five hundred to a thousand people in there. So whatever they were smoking, that went yeah. all the way in the air. So it, it, I didn't know it really didn't smell no different, bro. Because I mean, whatever whatever was in the air, it was it was gone. There was such a big arena. Understandable, but you know the true professional. You, well, my mic's too high, bro. Put that down lower, please. As a true professional, you adapted, and, and it was just it was taking care of business time. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I that's everything. It, it felt, it kind of really, it felt like a party. It was like a party environment. Um, that's kind of how the whole Triller event was. It just felt like it was like a party type of environment. But you know, I adapted, bro. And I was, I was professional. You know, I mean, for me, I it, it wasn't a party for me. It was a, re, it was a real fight. So I wasn't, you know, walking around trying to meet celebrities and stuff like that. For yeah. me, it was like, you know, I was in my dressing room and I was, you know, I was, I was, I was on go. Okay. Hey, Regis, I just got a text right now. Someone who's watching the show and, and they're asking if you could turn your volume up. They're having problems hearing you. You don't mind, champ? All right. You can hear now? Yeah, yeah. That's that's a little better. All right. My mic's high, man. Whatever adjustment you made on mine, I, I need to turn it down. Um, You know, 
a lot of questions have come in and, and one of the questions that, that have come in and, and we're going to cover it later on in the show a little higher uh, in the show is that big fight that is coming up may 22nd but i didn't bring you on the show to talk about that i brought you on the show to talk about mr regis rigaru pro gray you know you continue to control your own destiny when it comes to uh, the management, uh, the corporations, or, or, or when and where you want to fight, with the exception of, hey, I'm ready to go and waiting for that title shot, but there needs to be business taken care of right now. Is this something new with the Rigaru? Is this free agency? I'm a free agent right now, yes. I'm a free agent, you know, so I kind of control my own destiny, bro. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm the boss of my own destiny right now. People can't really tell me what to do, and it's a good thing. I'm not locked into nobody. Um, and I'm free. I'm free as a bird. You know what I'm saying? I can do whatever I want. And I'm I'm a super, super hot free agent right now. So I can kind of go wherever, you know, anything I want. Um, I'm like, a, you know, right now I'm kind of like a walking fucking bank right now. You know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a walking money bag right now. So I'm a free agent and I can I can kind of I can go I can do and, and go wherever I want to. So um, it's I'm in a I'm in a very, very good position. I was about to ask you that, man. How, how does it feel to, to know? Uh, Regis, uh, he controls his own walk right now. I love it, bro. I mean, I, I, I'm the boss. You know, I'm the boss of my own shit. You know, nobody can't tell me what I can and what I can't do. I'm the, you know, I'm the boss of my own thing, brother. And, and that's, and it's a great feeling to be the boss. You know, that's, I mean, it's, it's a very, very great feeling to be the boss of your own thing. I can do what, I can do what I want. And you know, whoever, whoever wants me, you know, I, I'm a walking, I'm a walking fucking money bag. So whoever wants me, they got to come with a big ass. Big ass pile of cash. You're a big ass fucking walking bag. I like that. I mean, we're going to have to put that on your hashtag or something, man. If you were a football player, you'd be sitting down with Jerry Jones right now. And he negotiate that. He tried to tie you down. He tried to make you that offer that you couldn't refuse, man. Right, right, right. So right now, yeah, somebody got come to come with something that I can't refuse, you know. Hey, Regis, who, who's a, I, I haven't met him. I haven't looked him up, man, but I respect him. He's cool as, as hell. Tell us about who's Dank. Oh, dang, that's like my brother. You know what I'm saying? It's, right it's, people, it's, it's like my brother. I grew up with him. We all grew up together in New Orleans and shit like that. You know, so I, that, I'm, I'm letting him handle, you know, handle my shit from some of my stuff from me. I'm putting, I'm I'm kind of being, you know, what I want to be. Everybody tell me boss up, boss up. And what I'm doing now is I am bossing up and I'm putting the people around me in power positions. And, you know, I kind of want to be like a, like a LeBron James, you know, put all his people on, you know, like that's, that's kind of what I'm going to do now. And I got something, I got something real special. Y'all going to see in a few weeks, I got some real special. Y'all going to see I'm a, a real big boss move. I'm going to make, I can't, of course, I'm not going to tell nobody what I'm going to do. I'm not even telling my close people what I'm going to do, but it's going to be a big surprise. And I'm, it's going to be a real big, big boss move, you know, just, I'm just bossing up. That, that only Regis can make. And I want to tell you, we, we went back and forth, a uh, text messaging, uh, me and Dank. And I would never think that he was a close friend of yours, meaning all our conversations have been truly professional. So you, right. you do got the right guy in place. Right. You know, a lot of times fighters, not saying you or, or athletes, they'll kind of try to bring a homie in and then you can kind of tell they're in over their head or, hey, right. it, it was a move that shouldn't have been made. But but with, with your your guy, Dank, over here, it's all it's all professional, man. I mean, completely. Every, every T is a cross and every I is right. dotted. That's what's up. That's good to know, bro. Yeah, that's real good to know. Yeah, no, and uh, um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to uh, reach out to him too. He just uh, he had text earlier, and he said, "Hey, when we're all done, give me a text." And that's the type of stuff. I and mean, he's on it, is what I'm saying. He's doing his job. Right, right. exactly. That's perfect. That's just what I need. Speaking of doing their job, I mean, Regis. I mean, if you were not a fighter, I think you'd get involved in real estate or something because you were just buying houses like crazy. I mean, you wake up I'm already and say, you know what? It's time to buy a house. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know what, I got, so, you know, I, everybody, I, I hope everybody has vision boards, you know, and it's, uh, you, everybody should have a vision board of of the things that you want, right, the things that you strive for, the things that you you, you want in life, you want out of life, and I have vision boards, I have a few of them in my room, and for me, it's assets, you know, buy assets, every, every time I make money, I buy an asset, you know, real estate, a company, business, something like that, buy assets, so that's kind of what I'm working on now. And so, and of course, right now I'm in a position, um, you know, well, not in a position, but I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of, of buying another house right now, you know? So that's what I'm going to do. I had assets and, you know, um, real estate, land, you know, businesses, all that type of stuff. That's, you know, I'm just being a boss. That's it. Well, I, I think you need to be a boss and maybe invest in a podcast. What do you think? Maybe so. Maybe I'll do that one day too. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got room for you, man. Hey, no, but um, you're, you're doing really well, man. You're making you're making good for yourself. But at the end of the day, you want that hardware. I was looking earlier, and you had some hardware in, in the background, and, and I know that's truly a, a piece of you that you want back. Right, I right, mean, right. I definitely want to be a champion again for sure. You, you've been very patient, and I don't want to say you're in between weights, but you made a comment on on uh, last week leading up to it uh, about possibly possibly moving up to 147. I know it was just part of that day. You know, sometimes you wake up feeling that way. I mm -hmm. still think you could be a champion at the division you're at now. I I, I want to, I, I'm, I will, for me, I will, I, I definitely, I could go either way. I can go to 47 or I can go to 40. Um, yeah. But one thing I have to do is I, just like I said, I got to boss up and I have to get exactly. my nutrition in order. And I have to, if I want to stay at 140, I have to, Um, I have to just, I have to have professional help. You know, that's one thing I have to have professional help. And I started working with perfecting athletes. Um, when I was out there in, um, in Atlanta. So hopefully for my next fight, um, I have to do it because for me, the, the same, the things I've been doing is just, you know, it's getting harder and harder to do. So I have to get my, I have, I need professional help on the nutrition side. So um, I, I need a nutritionist for the whole camp. I was about to ask, man, how do they treat you in Atlanta? Yeah, everything was for everything was perfect, bro. It was, it was, it was cool. Cause it was like a, it was a party vibe and it was very lenient, you know, it, it was it was good because it was lenient, but a lot of people for I think for a lot of other people it was kind of too lenient. You know, everybody it was like a party, bro. Like people was doing all kinds of stuff. And for me, I take my this is my job, so I take this very serious. And you know, I wasn't I wasn't like walking around Atlanta doing all that stuff. The only day I walked around Atlanta was the day of the fight. After I ate, I just walked off my food. They have they had a we stayed at the Omni, so they had a park right across the street. So I walked, I did like a lap around the park, went back to my room and laid down and that was it. But I was just in my, I was in my room almost the whole time, you know, um, I'm, for me, it's like being professional. I'm in, that's, that's kind of what I am. I, I just love, I want to be a professional and, you know, I wasn't about to be in like party mode and stuff. Cause it was just a lot of other people that was walking around and it was just real free and, it was like, nah, I wasn't doing that stuff. When 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 I had to be down to do interviews and stuff, then I'll do that. But most of the time, man, I'm in my room. You know, I I enjoy Atlanta after the fight, but when it's before a fight, I'm all business. Well, you, you did take care of business, and and all eyes were on you because, like you said, you're that missing piece in the division. People are watching you. People are watching you, and they're also scouting you. People are watching you to see you get defeated. At the same time, people are rooting for you. You're you're that you're that headache around. I'm gonna be honest with you. They're not sure what moves you're gonna make or or where you're gonna go. You're keeping everybody in suspense right now, man. And you said you got a, a, a announcement to make next week. I, you know what? Keep them all on edge because right now you you're controlling your own destiny, and um, it, it's good for boxing. Definitely, definitely good for boxing. Yeah, bro. I mean, I love the, I love the position I'm in. You know, like it's like when you know every time. For me, every time a door closed, like three of them open up. And that's kind of what happened in my career. And it's just, you know, it's the same thing that's going on right now. So I think I think a huge door is going to open up for me pretty soon. Well, Ari, just um, God knows the desire of your heart, man. I mean, plain and simple, period. He knows uh, what you want and, and uh, what you want to control and what you want to be 100% uh, boss at. And, and that that's your own a legacy and that's your own decision making. Right. Exactly. Perfect. You know, Regis, I mean, the draft's going to be uh, pretty soon coming up, man. I know you're a New Orleans Saints fan to the max. What are you guys looking for, man, to draft? And, and, and as a fan, what's your disappointment every year that, that seems to be the same routine? I mean, are you guys going to play or replace your quarterback? Or if you were the, the on the staff during draft time, who would Regis go after? I don't know, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big Saints fan, but I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't really watch too much football unless, of course, it's the Saints. And I, I'm not even gonna lie. Like I'm not. I'm a. I'm a Saints fan, but I'm like like a huge, huge to where I have to watch every game. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not like that. But it just seems like with the Saints, bro, they they get they get so high every year, you know. And they just they just it just it seemed like, bro. I'm not. I don't want to make excuses for the, the Saints, but it seemed like we get cheated every year. It just seemed like that. They all well, something always happens. I want to argue with we you on that cheated. Rams game. Bro, it just seemed like every time something happens yeah. and we get cheated or something like that. Like, Those we get right there and it's just some bullshit that happens in every time. Like every year, bro, like it just is fucking crazy how that shit happened. But we get that we get so close every year. 
if I'm not mistaken, I think we beat the Buccaneers and, you know, they won the Super Bowl. We beat them in regular season. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not mistaken. I'm not mistaken. And then they won the Super Bowl. It was like, damn, you know, but I wasn't, I wasn't, I was happy for the Bucs because I'm, I'm a fan of greatness and Tom Brady is fucking amazing. He's super great. And a lot of people, they want to see, you know, they want to see the greatness lose and stuff. But for me, I love to see the great. I want to see him keep winning and keep winning. And then on top of that, I had I had real interest in it because either team would have won. That would have been cool for me because I know two two of them, two of them are my like my homies from New Orleans. Leonard Fournette, he was the running back for the Bucks, and then Tyron Matthew, he won the year before with the Chiefs, and he's the he's the DB. So for me, either one with either one of them, both of them went to the Super Bowl, and I was cool with that no matter what. You were happy for me. You were. You were. I was happy, bro. Yeah, I'm happy, man. I'm. I'm, I'm happy for all my That's people, good. bro. Like, you know, I, I know I'm cool with. You know, I'm cool with Leonard, and I'm cool with you know Tyra Matthew and stuff yeah. like that. So I, I was. Both them was in the Super Bowl, and Leonard won. Leonard got his Super Bowl ring, so I was happy for him. Well, that's good, man. I mean, and, and you got a lot of people around you that that, that are happy for you. I mean, uh, right. But believe it or not, but then I mean, you got some skepticism and, and you got people that want you to get defeated. You, I mean, I know it, especially from, from the area where I'm at. And a lot of right. people, they'll, they'll give me and they'll ask me questions like, hey, so I, did you talk to your boy Regis? So they'll kind of say it that way. And, and I'm thinking, hey, what I do is what I do 100% down the middle, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. why don't you ask him next time you bump into him and, and, and see, see what happens. I mean, you know, he's approachable, man, but he's going to give you a solid answer if you ask him. Oh yeah, I don't bullshit, bro. People, people, yeah, that's one thing about me, though. I'm not gonna give you no bullshit answer. I'm not scared to open my mouth. Like, you know, I, I I'ma say what's on my mind. I ain't gonna be no fake ass motherfucker. That's just not me. I'm not fake. I'ma say what's on my mind, and that's just that's just me. You know what I'm saying? So you ask me something and I'm gonna give you the answer. No, and and you have, man, and uh you, you've been true to your word. I mean, uh I, you know, hey, you were rocking the fighter's voice t-shirt like you said you would. You said, send me one, man. I'm gonna rock that thing, and, and, and you did. Yep. Exactly. More than one time. Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm a man of my word, bro. And see, but when you wear that shirt, man, that got to give you a sense of freedom, man. That got to give you a sense yeah. of power and just feel that championship vibe when you're wearing it, man. I got to spot with it next time. Next time I got to spot with it and see how I feel. Actually, I don't wear no shirt spot, but maybe hit the fans with it. Uh, okay, then I'm going to have to send you a dry fit, my man. Yeah. Yeah, right. along with one of these, too. Exactly. Send me that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you, man, how, how, how's your son doing? Because I know he, he's right in your, your same footsteps. I mean, one minute you're holding an alligator in your hand and then your little boy's holding a, a, a freaking a tarantula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he good, bro. He real good. You know, I got him in soccer and you know, I had him in boxing at first. And, um, you know, he was fucking bullshitting in boxing. So I kind of took him out in a boxing gym was kind of far from my house and stuff. So I was like, nah, I'm going to just take him out of boxing. But I got a, I got a play sub. I got a bit soccer, but he good, man. He was at the fight. He enjoyed it. He he really enjoyed himself. He met Justin Bieber. He met the the Milo twins or something like that. Yeah, These TikTok yeah. girls, super famous on TikTok. He met them. They was in the ring. Justin Bieber. He took a picture with Jake Paul's robot. Um, you know, he wanted to meet Jake. He saw Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Um, he met Pete Davidson. He took a picture with him. So he was. I mean, he had fun, bro. I'm, I'm just glad I can do this for my kids to where, like, one day he's going to grow up and be like, damn, like, damn, my fucking daddy was a cool motherfucker. Like, my daddy was, you know, like, I introduced me to all these people. Like, you know, and I, I mean, for me, I don't be caring about that, you know, like, taking pictures with people because it was a lot of people that, you know, it was, a, I think, uh, T.I. and Snoop Dogg and Ice, Ice Cube and E-40 and um rick ross and like i said justin b all just it was a bunch of people that you know but for me i'm not i don't be really worried about that type of stuff you know like taking pictures with people and all that but for him you know he's seven years old so he saw like justin bieber and like you know it's, it's he he made the fucking you know it, it was the time of his life and you know he so he went to school monday and he of course he told all the people and his teacher was like the Triller thing, and you know, I I don't know if the teacher really know who I am and stuff like they they put two and two together and stuff like that yet. I don't know, but yeah, I heard him talking online about how cool it was. So it was, it's good, man. Well, that, well, that's great, man. I'm sure he told all of his friends. The only thing missing from uh his dad is the cape. Right, exactly. And I don't need the cape. We don't need the cape around here. <laughs> hey, man, tell us about that robot, man. How tall was that thing? I saw, I saw you tripping out on that. You, you put a video man, out there. that fucking thing is. I don't know, bro. It's 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 really tall. It's probably like 15 feet. 
It's a God. big, big ass robot, bro. And and the, the crazy thing, I might have, I might go ahead and get one myself. They gave me the information. We linked up with Jake Paul's people, and you know, I might, you know, that, that might be something I might do myself. I might get me a Rougarou robot. So you a know, we gonna see robot, a Rougarou robot. You know, we so we gonna see. I'm, I'm, I'm I got my people on. Like I said, I put my people on it, and I'm gonna contact them and and see if I can get one. I heard that. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, at your repertoire. Exactly. You know, I want to ask you this now. I want to concentrate on, on, on the fight now. What was it like after your victory and, and you're in the dressing room? Is it is it time just to, to relax, be yourself, or were you still kind of scoped into uh, the other fights that were taking place? Out, 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 out. Close the door. Fuck my little girl. Boy, she's a motherfucker. My daughter. Yeah, she on her, oh. man. She ran there real fast. Yeah, bro, she bad too. But um, no, after so after Victor, bro, it's just like every time you fight, it's just like a weight is lifted off your shoulder. I'm not gonna lie. So my last fight, that was really like a big weight lifted off my shoulder because it's like I had, you know, it was like a whole year I didn't fight, yeah. and then the baby, you know, I had to I had to get back for the in time for my baby and stuff. Yes. My baby was born. Yeah, we so, had talked about you know, that. Yeah, so that was that was real cool. But it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder. But this time, I was I was really worried about my knockout. You know, that was the thing because they. At first, it was it was rude a, a technical decision, and I was like, no, I want my knockout. I deserve my knockout. I stopped yeah. him. He couldn't continue, and that's a knockout, you know, on my record. So, um, after of course, right after the fight, you know, you talk to the people and stuff, but then you go to the back, and the doctor has to check you. And after the doctor checks you, then you know you go pick up your check. And when I picked up my check from Peter Kahn, I was just like, um, I was like, bro, you get my knockout. I want my knockout on my record. I was like real adamant. I was like, bro, I have to get that knockout on my record. Like, make sure y'all work that shit out. And, you know, they was like, let, let me, let's get this night over with. You know, Peter Kyle was like, let's get this night yeah. over with. Jake Paul is fighting next. Let's, let's get all this shit situated. And then that's what we're going to work on. And, you know, my manager, you know, he got it right. He got, he got it right. And I was, yeah, that was the main thing, bro. I was just worried about like getting my knockout because I, I didn't, I had no doubt about winning the fight. I, 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 I I really I knew I was gonna beat Ivan, you know, no matter what. And but it was just about how I was gonna beat him. You know, I, I gotta ask you, man. I mean, there has to be like a man code in boxing or something, because you you did not hit him wh where he he claimed he got hit. I mean, mm -hmm. what does that tell you that he just wanted no part of it? That was he wanted, his out. Way he out, wanted out. Or? He wanted out. He wanted out. You know, that's just how it go. He wanted out. Listen. So, when did you know he wanted out? From what round on? The fucking the first, the first, the first <laughs> round. I knew he didn't want to be after the first. Cause look, bro, like, so me and him sparred, right? So we sparred together. And when I was living in LA, we sparred together. And when we sparred, you know, I was hitting him with a lot of, a lot of shit, but he was hitting me back. I'm not even gonna yeah. lie. He was hitting me back, but I was hitting him with a lot of shit. That's how I knew how easy he was to be to be hit. And you know, in sparring, sometimes I like to walk people down. I don't give a fuck. I like to fight, and that's just how yeah. I am. But in the fight, I just I changed it around. You know, I can be slick. That's what people don't realize. I can really be slick. I don't have to get hit at all. I can be slick and I have a lot of fucking speed. So I can be slick and I can be fast. But I like to go out there and fight. So when I went out there first round, I just was slick and he couldn't touch me. I mean, he didn't touch me the whole fight first off. But after the first like two rounds, he was like, damn, he probably was like, damn, I, can't, I really can't hit him. Like, I can't hit this motherfucker. So what am I going to do? And so it was just about me hitting him. That was it. He knew he couldn't hit me. So it was just about me, you know, tagging him and shit like that. And so those later rounds came. At first, I was just slick and boxing them and being slick and, you know, catching them with a one-two and catching them, um, you know, with just fast shots at first. And then as the rounds went on, I started to break them down and I started to put the power in there. And, you know, that last round, right before, you know, that last, right when I came out for the sixth round, I told my coach, all right, I'm going to start walking them down now. Like, I'm going to start beating them up. And that's when, you know, that's when he, you know, did what he did. Well, you know what, Regis? Um, there's going to be a big fight taking place. Mm -hmm. And I know you're going to be tuned in, man. I know you're going to be tuned in. If not, you're going to be at the fight. Are you, are you going to be, at, be the at the fight? I'll be at the fight. Most likely, yeah. I'll be at the fight. I already, I'm already put my word requesting for my ticket. So I'll most likely, I'll be at that fight. Okay, well, then I'm going to see you at that fight. Because I plan mm -hmm. on going down there to cover the fight. Right. Now... Who is Regis pulling for, or are you sitting back and just saying, okay, I, I made I'm just sitting Afghan back. Or, or, or yeah, I'm sitting back. Out. Whoever wins, yeah, whoever wins, wins, and, you know, I'll get the winner. I, I think that, listen, bro, like, I think that me and Josh Taylor have to fight. Win or lose, me and him will fight again because 
we had too close of a fight, you know, in his country. If it was in my country, I would have won that fight. But, you know, in that, it was too close of a fight. So I, I definitely think that me and him will fight again. But listen, if Jose if Jose wins, then, you know, I'll fight Jose. I'll fight Jose Ramirez. I, I, I just don't like right now. That fight is a big fight, and I don't like They're not even promoting it. Who's... Who the fuck knows about it right now? Nobody is even nobody knows, bro. Like it's it's I'm mad at I'm I'm not even fighting, and that's enemies of me. Not enemies, but you know what I mean. Like those, I would I would want to fight those dudes one day, but they're not putting no promotion behind me. They're not putting anything. Like who who I don't know, you know, like why, why, why is ESPN and why is top rank not putting promotion behind these these fighters you know like i don't know why that's a that's a huge fight that's about to happen and people it's like people don't give a fuck about that fight nobody's talking about it. you know what i mean i see people posting on twitter and i see people post on instagram and stuff but why is why is big promotion not behind it i don't know i agree i mean a lot of other fights are, are made and announced you see them on every other commercial and every any other sports event I mean, constantly, constantly, you'll go down to the store to buy some uh, some beer and you'll see the poster right there. You'll see the, 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 the cardboard cutout. Right. But I know both men are doing what they need to do to prepare themselves. And uh, I'll get into it a little bit. You know, I went to go visit Jose at Robert Garcia's Boxing Academy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shy away from this right now because we're going to end it with, with, with where we want to go with um, your decision and, and why. But I want to ask you about a fight that's coming up May 1st. I mean, it's kicking off the month of May. And we're, we're talking about uh, the destroyer, Andy Ruiz, taking on the nightmare, Chris Ariola, two right. heavyweights, man. And uh, what's your whole take on this fight? And and what do you, what's your take on, on the tremendous shape, not just Andy getting in, but also Chris Ariola. I mean, he shedded some, some weight and he's looking good. Right, right, right. I mean, I think that's a great fight, bro. Like, I mean, Andy Ruiz looked like, you know, he he's he's back focused again. You know, he was the first heavyweight champion. Chris Ariola was supposed to be the first, uh, I say heavyweight champion, the first um Mexican heavyweight champion of, of Mexican descent. Chris Ariola was supposed to do it. You know, he just always fell short and Andy Ruiz actually ended up doing it. So I think that's a that's a real big fight. I think it's a it's a it's definitely a good fight, but I would root more for Andy Ruiz because of his age. You know, I, I think that, you know, age-wise, you know, I think that, you know, he he's gonna pull it off. Do you think it's going the distance or it's going to be a decision or do you think it's going to be a stoppage? I think it's going to be a stoppage, bro. I think, I think Andy Reid should be able to stop him. Now, when a man loses a lot of weight like that, does it affect him, especially at heavyweight, or, or does it help him in order to be I more think agile? At, at heavyweight, I think stamina. it'll help. I think at heavyweight, it'll help with his stamina and stuff like that because it was a lot of – it was a lot of – like fat on him you know so it wasn't like it was muscle weight it was a lot of fat on him and stuff on injuries you know either both of them i think both of them had a lot of excess you know fat on them so i think that it'll help him losing that weight is gonna you know it's gonna speed him up and it's gonna help him Regis, you don't care, huh? You call it the way you see it, huh? I mean, we had a conversation. Be honest, right? Don't yeah, no, we had, on, we had a conversation. We had a conversation one time, and I said, You motivated somebody, but don't say nothing. You go, I got you. But you hey, but you did. You right. did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Uh-huh. The comment you made. But it, yeah. it was it was all good, man. But that was that was a real comment. So that's May 1st. That's gonna be taken care of. Um, you know, you you got the got another little fight, and and we know exactly the way it should go but do you see any changes do you see any adjustments do you see any hang-ups that that can put a little uh tarnish on on the expectations of, of canelo winning that fight not really man canelo is, canelo is a beast bro i'm not gonna lie like canelo i don't i don't i don't think nobody could beat canelo right now to be honest man like it's just after after that loss to mayweather he just totally transformed you know it was a learning lesson you know and it was kind of the same thing with me with the whole josh taylor thing you know i i still thought i won the fight but it just made me pick up my game that much more you know and and made me move to back to texas from from california and all that type of stuff so the same thing happened with canelo after he lost to floyd it just, yeah. it, it just, it made him just that much better. You know, they, they say it's no losses in life. It's only lessons. And, you know, that's definitely true for Canelo. You know what? I, you know, I said this before. I, I think Canelo's two inches away from being heavyweight champion of the world. What's your take on that statement? Nah, you're tripping. Nah, 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 nah. You, can't, you can't see him being another Mike nah. Tyson sort of fighter. No. No, no, I mean, listen. These heavyweights are fucking giants. I, I was about to say, with the right, with the right heavyweight. I'm not talking about a big Klitschko or, or a Tyson Fury. I'm talking about, you know. Yeah, I'm saying, but who got the belts right now? Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to look at who got the belts. You know, like shit. 
is is only what Tyson Fury and fucking Andy Joshua got the belts, and I definitely don't think he could be any one of those guys. They're just too big, bro. The heavyweights are giants these days. You know, back in the day, you talk about like Jack Dempsey and you know all of them. They was like Joe Lewis and them. They was little. You know, they was all small, like two hundred five pounds. These heavyweights these days, fucking Tyson Fury, Rocky Marciano, one hundred eighty pounds. Yeah, Rocky Marciano. They was little. You know, they was little guys. You know, but. These days, these fucking heavyweights are giants, you know, like Lennox and, and, and Klitschko's yeah. and Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. These are fucking giant men, you know, so I don't not nah, nah, so man. I, I was thinking more of like when Roy Jones moved up and was just yeah, able to be agile. Or, and, and or against what, John Reese? Yeah, against somebody yeah. like that. Yeah, he maybe the a, right fighter, I believe. Yeah, of course, the right yeah. one. Of course, you know, you put the right one in there, but, you know, the, the ones that has the belts right now, uh, it's it's Fury and Andy Joshua and I don't think he of course not now nah, I wouldn't even nah you know what I like to call Tyson Fury the Larry Bird of boxing because you yeah. see this guy you see Larry Bird when he played and you're thinking oh I'm gonna take this guy to the hoop who is D and before you know it he's playing D on you and he's still in the ball from you laying it up and winning championships right 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 yeah Tyson Fury is a beast bro he should be he I th- for me, he on like the powerful power list, bro. Tyson Fury is a, I mean, just for just for a, a big guy, so big and to be so agile. I, I mean, that's it's amazing. It, it is amazing, and just um, the charisma that he has, and he has that it factor, you know, like that Conor McGregor. Right, exactly. Well, a lot, you know what? A lot of those guys from the UK, they all have that. I'm not even gonna say the it factor, but they all are very charismatic and a lot they all big shit talkers just all of them that's just how they all you know from the uk those dudes uh they first off is the accent but most of them most of them just big shit talkers that's just how they are in the uk you know what one of the one of the um, strongest promoters uh, uh around here around our area and uh you know soon to be worldwide i mean he's working his ass off uh rick Morgan. he mm-hmm. said regis progre bar none promotes himself from day one of course, of course, like you got to, bro. I mean, and now it's gonna be even more. You know, at first I promoted myself because I, you know, I talk and I back my shit up. You know, that's one thing about me, bro. I'm gonna talk all my bullshit, but I'm gonna back it up. I bust my ass in training camp. That's one thing I, I'm I'm gonna kill myself in training camp. I'm gonna give my all in the fight. Um, but yeah, man, you gotta you just gotta promote yourself. And one one person that made me really realize that is 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 uh, you know, sad to say is somebody like Agent Broner. You know, he said it. He was like, man, we fight two or three times a year. And then, you know, the rest of the time, what what are you doing? Where you at? You got to promote yourself. The promoter's not going to promote you. You know, they're not going to promote you except when it's fight time. So you got to you gotta do your job and promote yourself, you know. And, and that's that's now, that's more what I'm doing now, promoting myself and hiring different people and, and marketing and, and just doing all these different things. You got to promote yourself. And I tell any, I tell any of my young fighters coming up, bro, invest in yourself, promote yourself. You know, you got to pay taxes, take that fucking dollars, take those tax dollars, invest in yourself. And you know, that's what I'm doing. Well, you, well, you're doing a great job, man. Listen, I'm going to run to some of these questions for you. Gotcha. And uh, one of them is from Rick Marie. And he said, you know what? He said, Richard, uh, tell the man I said hi, and that he's doing amazing and, uh, you know, he appreciates your friendship and going back and forth on. Uh, on uh, so right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. Cool, I'm doing. I, you know what I'm saying? Tell him. Tell him. What's, what's she doing? Bring the baby to me. Then. Bring her something. Yeah. That's your clone right there, man. Yeah, that's my little baby, bro. Oh, that's your clone, exactly. And he's 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 a daredevil in his own right. I mean, I, I still refer when you put him in in that little basket, and, and he started going all the way down the stairs, man, like a roller coaster. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He don't care, bro. I'm, I'm my fucking killer, crazy. You know, a lot of people are asking me today. Hey, ask him about that incident in, in Big Five, and I know we talked about it before, man. I mean, you were in Big Five, and uh, I'll let you get your baby. Let me get this girl all right. There you go. All right. Close the door, Khalise. What? Close the door for me, please. Thank you. Yeah. You were in Big Five. Did you walk up to the gloves? The gloves were there. Right. What made you guys put it on? Put I got the gloves it. on and just start going went. at it. Yes. Yeah, All right. I got it. Yeah, I got it. She gonna say about that. Yeah. No, that was me and my partner in Big Five. That was me and my yeah. partner, bro. We was like, yeah, me and my partner. We was like, fuck it, put the bitches on. I mean, that's. 
that's that's like my cousin. That's the same thing like Dank. That's like one of my brothers. So we all grew up together when we was like when we was like kids and shit. Like I've been knowing them dudes over 20 years. So you know, we me and him, we fucking goofy and we was like we put the bitches on and we just start fighting <laughs> in big five. I remember he hid by one of the uh uh the the, the little setups there, try to sneak yeah. that little right hand on. Yeah, him. motherfucker, he tried to sneak me. He, he yeah, he hit over there and tried to sneak me and shit. He didn't want that body shot though that when you touched him. Nah, I, I hit him that motherfucker fold it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. He really did. But no, you know, you are enjoying life and you are making every day count, so to speak. And and you what you need to do, and, and I don't need to tell you is when that opportunity comes once again, because I believe it is, and you're earning that opportunity because you have that flash to you. You have that, you have that, I want to say that it factor because you could have took taken the loss. And, and faded into the sunset, but you came back immediately and you started working. Even after your victory, you, you were in, in uh, working out again the, the very next day. And I'm looking at you now, it doesn't even look like you had a fight last week. Exactly, bro. Exactly. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's that's kind of what you're, I do, bro. It's a, it's a lifestyle, bro. Like, I, I told you when I was living it, I moved to L.A., you know, I'm, I've been here for a while and I moved to L.A., and, you know, it was just, for me, it was just like a big mistake, you know, just living on vacation and living yeah. free and all that type of stuff. But I came back here and I, you know, I'm focused, I'm back focused again. You know, I'm back around my, I'm back around my team and I'm back focused and I live in training camp. That's one thing. Like when I'm here, I really, I train every day, you know, besides like, of course I fought a week ago. So right now I'm just doing family stuff, you know, all the stuff with the family and stuff. But, you know, I, after I'm done traveling, I'm right back in the gym. I'm literally right. I live in training camp. Regis, and you also went through a bad experience, man. I, re I remember, I mean, it, it was snowing in, in, in your house. I mean, it, it was, um, I mean, it was snowing outside, but inside your house, it, it started, I mean, there was just water everywhere. Yeah, the pipes bust, so we fucking kitchen flooded. Yeah, it shit was crazy. Yeah, the pipes bust and shit, because, you know, I'm in Texas. We in Texas, so our, our, like, fucking pipes and shit is not meant to handle snow and that, that much cold. So, you know, when it got that cold here, bro, like, it fucking, it bust the pipes and, I was laying in my bed one day and I just heard the water just running. I got up. I thought the water was coming back on, you know, because the, the water, we had to shut the water off and stuff yeah. the, because of the pipes. And I thought the water was, I was like, all right, it's coming back on. I heard it. Man, I, I fucking got out of my bed. The whole kitchen was like flooded. Like, oh, fuck. Deal with this shit. I can imagine. I mean, the whole family was uh, kind of set back by it. But uh, you, you turned it into a positive, man. You said, everybody, mm -hmm. look at my kitchen, man. Yeah. Like, look at it, you know, but listen, I wasn't the only one, bro. It was a bunch of people, you know what I'm saying? One of yeah. my, one of my neighbors and shit, he had a bunch of houses that, you know, they got fucked up. So you look at, I just had one of them that got fucked up. He had a bunch of fucking, you know, rental houses and shit that got all fucked up. So yeah, bro, I was, you know, it, it is what it is. That's all. Yeah. And now it's behind you, man. And, and now you're, you're on the fighter's voice and we're talking about it. Right. Listen, this is a, a I don't want to say it's a surprise, but, but check this out. Robert trainer Robert Garcia from Robert Garcia's boxing academy. He said, "Let Regis know I said congratulations on his win." Oh, I tell him I said thank you, bro. That's that's what's up, brother. Thank you. That's cool. You know, I was actually in, we were so I was Robert is cool, bro. Arab, I mean, in in the boxing world, the fans think all of us are enemies, and we are to a certain extent, but we're not at the same time. Like I was on the phone with with, with Meridian. You know, I was on the phone with him and shit like that. And yeah, thank you. I was, so I was on the phone with Rick Morrigan and he was, you know, I was talking to him about, that was, that was about two months ago. I was on the phone with him and, you know, I was in, you know, I was in um, Columbia with Robert and Rob was cool. We was all cool and stuff. We was in Medellin for the WBA thing. And, you know, everybody was cool and stuff like that. So we ain't got to be enemies right now, but eventually we will be enemies. You know, it, if I fight his brother, if I fight, you know, um, um, uh, or Jose, you know, we'll, we'll be enemies again one day, but right now it's cool. And I tell him, I said, thank you. You know, I, I will. And you know, this isn't my style, but if I, if I don't even attempt or dip into this right now, I'm going to hear from uh, about 10 people. How's that conversation with you and Rick Morgan? Man, <laughs> we was all right. I got to record it. Actually. I'm not going to never put it out there like that, but I got to record this stuff. Somebody recorded it for me. I I don't do that type of shit, but somebody recorded it for me. And we was just talking about me. He was at, at first, he was like, it was all cool. It was all good. But we were talking about the Jose. I was like, Rick, you know, Jose ran for me. You know that you now, you know, that's a fact. Jose, I was supposed to fight Jose and you know, he didn't, he ran for me. And he was, then he was like, Oh, it wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. I was like, Oh, all right. That's your excuse. Right. The right time type of thing, you know, but you know, we, we all cool, bro. That's, that's how it go. Hey man. Hey, 
It must have been a fun conversation, man. And I was yeah, of course. Every time I talk to, listen, the 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 time I found out this boxing shit is like, is 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 way. It is not what you think it is. It's yeah. when I came there, when I came to Fresno for yeah. for his fight for Jose Ramirez's fight, and I was sitting. I was sitting right there and with all his people. Rick Morrigan's sister was right there. All his people, Jose's daddy was sitting next to me. Everybody was like right there and everybody was so nice. You know, and I'm thinking, so it's a funny story. My manager, so it's a, this a, all right, it's a funny story. So it was me, my manager, and my coach. We we went out there and I told my manager, I was like, my, my coach said, he was like, um, yeah, you better tie it. Sam, you better tie your shoes. And he was like, yeah, I got them tied. I can run real fast. We was like, run, what you talking about? We talking about, if we tie our shoes, we talking about, we got to fight these motherfuckers in Fresno, you know what I'm saying? Because I was in, I was in enemy territory, you know, he was, and so he was, he felt like, uh, he was like, oh, you motherfuckers, don't tell nobody y'all going to take up my street cred. I was like, no, motherfucker, we, you tie your shoes up, we got it, we might have to get down, so you better have your shoes tied, because we might have to fight these motherfuckers in Fresno, and so, but everybody was like, cool. You know, when I first got there, people was like, talk, you know, they were saying the little things. But then after the fight, bro, everybody was so cool. They was like, man, it's going to be a good fight. I can't wait to see you and him fight and all that. And everybody was so cool. Everybody was so nice. I was talking to all, every, all the people. After the fight, after Jose, who he fought, he fought. Uh, I forgot who he fought. Um, anyways, he fought one of the dudes. He dropped him a few times, but the dude went to end up going a distance with Jose. And um, after the fight, we, we ran up on Ramirez and, you know, he was just like super nice. We were like, man, you my people. And, you know, I always fuck with you and all that. And I'm thinking, me and him about the beef, we about to fight, you know, because when um it, the shit started a long time ago when um I I, I did a, I did like a, a sketch of Jose Ramirez. He I had a picture of him on the wall and I was drawing shit on his face. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to fuck up here. I'm going to fuck this up. I'm going to fuck his eye up. I'm going to have him bleeding. I'm going to black his eye. I did that. And that shit, that. like, kind of, yeah, that shit kind of went viral. And people was, like, you know, talking shit about it. And then that's when me and him started going back and forth. And so, you know, and that, you know, we had that beef going for a long time. And um, and so I'm thinking, yeah, when, when I get to Fresno, I'm thinking, man, me and Rick about to get it on. And then it was just the total opposite, bro. He gave me good ass. They gave us good seats. We was right on the, we was the front row, right, sitting with Rick's family and, and Ramirez's family. So, it, I mean, everything was cool, bro. You know, you guys even took a picture together inside the ring. Yeah, we took a picture. Of course, we took a picture. And the thing is, bro, like, all these boxes are so fucking nice. I need somebody. I need somebody rowdy like me. You know, that's why I need, I need a I need a rowdy motherfucker like myself that's going to talk shit and don't care what they say and stuff. Man, Ivan Raycat's one of the nicest fucking. He's real. He's a crazy motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. He's a little off. But he's a nice guy. Like him and his <laughs> wife, his family, they all nice. What do you mean he's off. a little off? What, what dictates that? I mean, what means he's a little off? What, is, I, I, what just, makes you just say, say that? He's he not all the way there. You know, just saying some, <laughs> some, a screw is gone. So one of his screws ain't there, basically. You know, like, it's yeah. just, he's just a little, I'm not even going to say off. He's just a little, we like a little weird, you know, like just a yeah. little weird, you know. And I don't know if it's because of the language barrier, you know, he don't really speak English. So yeah. I don't know if it's because of the language, but he's just a little, he's just a little weird and stuff like that. So I'll say he a little off. But his wife is super fucking nice and um and get to Jose, you know, Jose. So after he beat Maurice Hooker, I was in the ring in Dallas and I was like, I'm going to get these. I'm taking these belts. And he was like, man, it's going to be a good fight. And just so nice, you know, and it just it, all that shit just fucking disarmed me, you know, because um, and that's that's like a, I, re I read about that, all that type of shit already. You know, if you, if you really like you, you, you get in an argument with somebody, you real heated with somebody. And somebody just smiling at you. What you gonna do? You know you can't do yeah. shit. So that's kind of how Ramirez was. Like I was like, I'm gonna take these belts and I'm a, I'm gonna fuck you up. And he was like, Yeah, man, it's gonna be a good fight. You know, I mean, you know Ramirez more than me. He how do you, how do you talk? Yeah, how you talk? Yeah, yeah, champ, it's gonna be real good. You know, like just real soft spoken and don't talk a lot of shit. And you know, and, and it's like me, I'm the total opposite. I'm rowdy. I'm gonna talk shit. I'm I'm gonna be loud and you know that just I'm a fucking ghetto and shit like that you know what I'm saying so yeah bro it just he just totally disarmed me so it's like you can't even talk shit to nobody like that because they can't they they're not gonna talk shit back to you. You did a great impression, man. I mean, you, you really did. I mean, <laughs> you almost had that accent in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The almost the Mexican accent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Jose's my people, man. I mean, his dad's my people. His whole family's my people. Right. And a lot of people. They'll say that 
So they'll shy away from an interview from a, a Regis Pro Gray. They'll shy away from an interview from a Josh Taylor who we supposed to be doing something the week after. They'll shy away from uh, uh, Joshua Frankel's people, but they'll shy away from an interview from um, Andrew Maloney. I don't. Mm -hmm. I embrace it. I mean, th this right. is the, the fighter's voice worldwide, not the fighter's voice worldwide in Mexico. It's yeah. worldwide. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it as real as you are. And I ask the questions that need to be asked with the, with, with the utmost respect. But when, when you get, get Regis going, I mean, you become animated. You're like, you should have your own cartoon out, man. If you did, what would you it, call it? Called, the root group, the root group, the adventures of the root group. And that's, I, bro, you fucking read my mind because I'm going to have that one day. You know who inspired me? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson had his own cartoon. Yeah. I watched them. I had the DVDs, yeah. bro. So I watched them. Me and my son watched that shit. It's a little it's a little more for him because, you know, they curse and do all kinds of shit. But <laughs> yeah. I watched them, bro. And I, I definitely want a cartoon one day for sure. I, I, it'll be it'll be fire. Well, when we watch that cartoon, man, and one little sketch, it got to be a thumbs up for Richie, man. And I'm going to make right. sure I record that and, you know, plaster that all over. Right, right, right. Now, nah, Regis, I mean, you know what? You're enjoying life. You're having fun. And I'm glad I was able to bring something out of you that, that hasn't been brought out before. And you're enjoying yourself. Man. And, and I can tell you're fun to be around. A lot of people, you know, when I, I, I tell them, yeah, you know, I, I know who he is. And we, we've spoke and we've had um, on, on numerous shows. And, mm -hmm. But I never overstay that welcome. I never cross that line and say, oh, yeah, we're homies. And he calls me. No, no, no. I'm not, hey, it's a professional um, a, a way of the way we address each other. And, um, but people constantly ask, hey, ask him about this. Ask him about the alligator. Ask him about the car. How come he doesn't really flash cars? What kind of shoes does he have? And here's one that I will ask because I got two of them that said this. What kind of cologne do you, do you rock? Creed. I got Creed in there right now. Gosh, man. That's the expensive shit. Oh, that Creed, That's yeah. a good stuff. It's like I mean, they, they were even hesitant to let me smell a sample. Yeah, that motherfucker expensive. Yeah, they, I got Creed in there. Uh huh. Yeah, what, which bottle? The $1,200 bottle or the $600 bottle? I got the six hundred. I ain't get a twelve. Yeah, you know the twelve hundred dollars. The one I'm talking about. It's that one in that case. It's locked up. I know you're talking about. Yeah, of course I know. I got the six. They was like, "You want this one or this?" I was like, "Yeah, I don't need that one right now. Give me the six hundred dollar bottle." <laughs> oh shoot! Even then, that that's what that's what time it is. Right. This is coming from Charles Trimley, who who is the speed and agility, strength and conditioning coach of Jose Ramirez, and mm -hmm. now he's working with Mikey Garcia along with Virgil Ortiz and Hesacito um, Lopez and I believe Joshua Franco. Mm -hmm. uh, he said, tell him, I said, a nice win. Congratulations. And I think him and Mikey would be a great fight. I think so, too. I'm a free agent, brother. We can do it. I'm a free agent. I can do it. You know, we can we can do it. So, like I said, right now, I don't know what's on the table, um, but I think a huge fight for me is on the table right now. So I think if, if Mikey, maybe that can happen. You know, it, it's a it's definitely a big possibility. Me and Mikey can happen or whoever. So I, I think that'll be a great fight too. So I'm, I'm, I'm welcoming all that. I can see that happening, man. I, I really can. This is coming from Ricky from boxing vitals. Ask him, is he going to be working with Trilla again? And if he wants a crack, of course, we already answered this one of the winner of Jose Ramirez, Joshua, I mean, Josh Taylor fight. Right. Of course. I definitely want to crack at the winner of them. Um, with Trilla. Yeah. I I'm a free agent, brother. I keep saying I can do whatever. I can go wherever, you know. And it seems like right now Triller's throwing out a fucking shitload of money. So yeah. hey, um, whatever is the best opportunity. My man just he's working and you know, I got I got I can I can do anything. So if Triller wants to come back again, I'll, I'll do it. I'm with it. Okay. May 22nd. The prelims are all done. The co-main's done. They got the walkout. I don't know who's coming out first, Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez. Mm -hmm. They're both in the ring. The judges are being announced. I mean, the lights are going dim, and they're getting ready to announce each fighter. Each fighter has been announced. That first round rings. Ding. What happens in that first round? Who dictates the pace? What happens? Honestly, I think, I think, I think Jose might come out stronger. I think at first he might come out faster, but I think then Josh Taylor is going to – he, he, I don't know, man. It's, it's it's hard to say because Jose came out. He came out a little slow against uh, against Hooker, but then he caught up to him later. 
And I don't know, bro. It's going to be – I can't wait. I just really can't wait. for. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait for the fight. I, I want. I definitely want to go. I can't wait for the fight. Um, but I, I I, got Josh Taylor winning. I know y'all might disagree with me, but I think Josh Taylor's going to win. But it's going to be a – fuck, it's going to be a hell of a fight, bro. I don't think it's going to be an easy fight for either man. I will say that. I, it, say it, that. I don't say that either. I don't think yeah. it's going to be easy for either one. I think Josh Taylor should be able to win, but I don't think – I definitely don't think it's going to be easy. Hey, man, drop, drop some news on us, man. What does Jose need to do to be effective um, that night? You know what? I just, I think, I think just stay busier, you know, stay busier. And, you know, what Josh Taylor did on me, you know, and it worked is he, um, he leaned on me a lot. He, you know, he was the bigger man and he leaned on my back and stuff like that. And coming out of it, you know, I couldn't hit, you know, he'll hit me out of it and stuff like that. But, you know, what what he need to do? I I think just try to outwork him. You know that's the main. I think I I know he's good. That's it. That's in his head is just try to outwork him. But at the same time, he could surprise him, bro. He could try to outbox him, bro. I was outboxing Josh Taylor really easy those first four rounds, and then we just start fighting. I was just like, fuck it, let's fight. And you know it played against me basically. You know, so I should never did that. But but I, I think that Josh Taylor he definitely could be outboxed because he's big, he's strong, and he wants to hit you hard and stuff. But um. He he could be our box, but at the same time, I think Ramirez it, he'll have to keep his head. He'll have to keep his head moving, and you know, move his feet also, and you know, get in. I think get in, hit, and then get out, and don't you know, try not to stay in there. What about Josh Taylor? What does he need to do to neutralize the body attack of Jose Ramirez? He just got to pop the jab, bro. He got that, and I think that's what he's gonna do. That's the thing he's gonna work on. He has to. Well, Ramirez, and I'm, I know people, I know, I know people, I might rub people the wrong way in Fresno, but I think for me, it'll be an easy night with Ramirez. I'm not going to lie, because with him, he has trouble, he, he has trouble with boxers, good boxers, and he has trouble with southpaws. Now, he's going to keep coming. He's going to keep coming strong, strong, strong. But Zapata, you know, he was outboxing him. Zapata got tired. Everybody know that. And Postal, that was, you know, he, he was hitting him with a lot of shit. He was outboxing him, too, you know, so... If Josh Taylor can do those same things, if he can fucking keep him out, keep him out with that southpaw jab, just and he's long. He has a he has a long jab also. And then when he comes in, you just you hit him, pop out, hit him with an uppercut or a hook or a straight left or a body shot, yeah. and then just get out of there. Then you know I think he should be able to um he should be able to beat him. But I think if he'll play into Ramirez's hands if he goes in there and just tries to like fight him on the inside the whole time too. We just. In 15 seconds, man, tell us what can we expect from Mr. Regis Rigaru? You excitement, brother. Excitement. You know, I'm gonna be me. I'm real as it fucking gets. Excitement. I'm excited. I'm one of the most exciting fighters out there right now. And the realest, definitely one of the realest. And um big fights. And and I will be a champion again. I definitely gotta be a champion. Either if it's at 140 or 147, I'm gonna be a champion again, bro. So I'm I'm busting my ass every single day. I, I train my ass off and you know, I just wanna be a champion again. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, that probably wasn't 15 seconds, but that's that hey, it's is. okay, my man. It's okay. We just appreciate your time, man. And uh, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, we're going to be coming back Tuesday with uh, Simplify Jamal Herring. And then Thursday, we have the Avenal kid, Mr. Jose Ramirez. The week after, we're working on Josh Taylor here on the Fighter's Voice. Remember, right. Regis, every fighter has a voice, and so do you. It's a wrap. Enough said. Thumbs up for Richie. All right, brother. Thank you. Don't you dare touch that dial. Don't, don't, don't miss out. Now you can listen to the Fighter's Voice podcast radio show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio. For the hottest and latest in sports and entertainment, exclusive interviews with the biggest names in the sport of boxing and MMA. New show, new topics, new look, bringing you the latest news. Every fighter has a voice, and so do you. The Fighter's Voice.